Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody in between and everybody on the outsides of those extremes, I am AJ Graham and I welcome you to the AJ Verse Podcast, my world of words where I use my silly bulls to talk about the silly bull we call life. And I want to try something a little different before I get into to, uh, today's topic, just to, you know, educate some people out there. I'm going to talk about a crappy, crappy colonizer so we can all spit on their graves together. Former president and current worm food, Woodrow Wilson. This president is not talked about as much because hey, he wasn't that great. But I learned something a while ago and I had it reminded to me. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and drop that one on the, on the podcast. That's some crazy shit. Woodrow Wilson had an advanced screening of what is actually technically the first blockbuster in America, Birth of a Nation. Now, if you don't know this movie, Birth of a Nation, it came out in the uh, 1900s, and it depicted the Ku Klux Klan as righteous vigilantes, painted them in a good light, in a good picture. You know, made them, made them look like superheroes. And Woodrow Wilson, being the uh, idiot that he is, sees this movie and praises it for his historical accuracy. So, if you would like to join me as we spit on his grave. And we shall do so. So, a big hot to Woodrow Wilson. Hope you're burning in hell. So let's go ahead and get to the topic. So today I want to talk about appropriation and the effects that it has had on recent events. So first I want to talk about a blurred con. So first let's go ahead and break down what blurred con is. Blurred con is a convention centered around and focused on black nerds. That's what blurred means. It's black nerds. The BlurredCon happened, was it July 16th through the 18th? And they had, you know, they have cosplayers there. Everybody makes their costumes, maybe buy their costumes, however they may get it. And they try to have a good time. You know, the uh, black nerd community, it's a, gets flack from people that are not part of the community because you have these cosplayers uh one that comes to mind that gets a lot gets bullied so much and it makes me so mad is k-bear you'll have some innocent innocent ass cosplay just just a just a pretty girl dressed up as some character some fictional character and here comes these filthy disgusting sweaty neck beard white boys talking shit to her Sending all types of hateful comments like, God damn, like, what's your, like, it always boggles my mind when I see these comments online where people go out of their way to talk shit. Because I always work, me personally, I work on a system of, I mean, hell, it's, it's a lot to type out. I mean, it's just easier just to scroll by. I mean, there's that. And also, like, why are you being why are you being an asshat? Like, what the hell is your problem? 
But I digress. So BlurredCon was a safe space for black people who are into nerd culture to be able to express themselves without having to deal with those types of situations and to be exclusionary. Now, BlurredCon has a cosplay contest and a white woman won. And the, you know, black Twitter, black Facebook, all of the other black social medias were in an uproar, and rightfully so. And it took a few days, and recently, I think it was July 22nd, somewhere around there, the girl that actually won, she went on Twitter, and first, you know, she says she has family problems, and I don't know if that's true or not. Probably, I don't know. I'm not here to discuss the validity of her family problems. She is sorry for it. Hope everything's going well. But, you know, she goes on to give this speech about, oh, I gave back the prize, and I'm sorry for anyone who was hurt, and I should I should have known, and I invaded your space. And I read this, I was like, shove it. Shove it. Now, I'm here to give you the blues. I'm here to give you the blues. Because you know what? Fuck that. That shit happens all the fucking time. Here you go. You go ahead and get all the praise and adulation. And you won this. You won this contest. And oh, yeah, yeah, I won. Yeah. And now everybody's saying something. Because you were somewhere where you weren't supposed to be. And now you want to issue this apology. And it was a learning experience for you. It's 2021. And you're, if you're at BlurredCon, you you should have known better. You should have known better. Why do, why do you have to go through this to learn something? I mean, you don't, you don't see people talking about this kind of stuff on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any other social media? And I don't know how this woman came into the... The idea, like, hey, I should go ahead and jump my happy ass up on stage and join this, this, uh, this contest. I don't know if it was her idea or if it was somebody she was with. Now, I want to get, I want to get to the judges of BlurredCon, and I, I probably should have looked this up beforehand, but the judges are the ones that I'm also upset with because. These people create this space for black people to enjoy themselves. And, you know, it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, you know, it's all black people. We can't invite anybody else in because of, you know, that's, <laughs> I think it might actually be illegal. Maybe, you know, it's, it's not a good look. But these judges, these judges were like, yes, we're voting for the one that's not us. And you mean to tell me that she had the best costume? Because I've seen some of those other costumes at, at BlurredCon. And I'm like, this is some shit straight out of, like, Disney's Disney's special effects. Like, these people put in a lot of work. But this basic-ass fucking cosplay one? And now I'm going to go ahead and move into my other point and what the problem is. These people who consistently invite others to the cookout 
And uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm saying about the cookout, it's a, it's a figurative thing. It's not a real cookout. Sometimes it is. Hey, it might be a real cookout. But, you know, it's usually some non-black person who does something remotely, slightly ethnic black. And it's like, oh, look at, oh, look at Brett. Oh, look at Brett. He can, he can pop lock. You're invited to the cookout. Meanwhile, meanwhile, your little cousin who's over there collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you're talking shit about them. An actual black person. Pushing them to the side just because this motherfucker is quote-unquote down. And the person that comes to mind when I think of this is Gary Owen. And I hate Gary Owen with an undying passion. I've always hated him. Because he exploited black culture... And he made money from it. And I'm so glad his wife is divorcing him. I hope it causes him grief. But Gary Owen is not funny. I hate looking at him. I hate seeing him. He he's he he is the he is the he is he's the product of this cookout mentality. And, you know, I, I've had conversations about appropriation online. And I've had a few people ask the question, why does it matter? I'm going to tell you why does it matter. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a spectrum. You know, it's not like, oh, this, this person is, you know, wearing uh, a Tupac shirt and, you know, fuck them. No, that's, 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 so, that's such a minor thing. We're not going to talk about that kind of stuff. Fuck it, whatever. I'm talking about stuff like this girl that won the contest at, at, at BlurredCon. I'm talking about these, these white kids who get rich and famous and invited on Jimmy Kimmel to show... I'm sorry, not Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Fallon. You get invited on Jimmy Fallon to do these TikTok dances that they quote-unquote invented, even though... You know, they found that dance on some black kid's page who, you know, only had like 200 followers and they're they're over there, you know, vulturing the culture, all these vote culture vultures looking around like, oh, what can I what can I steal now? You know, they take these TikTok dances. They blow up and make a bunch of money. Now they're rich and famous. Where's the black kid? Nobody hears from. And recently, uh, black TikTok had took took a break they're like you know what we're on strike we're not gonna do anything and the second they did it all these white tiktokers like oh my god i don't know what to do i don't i don't know maybe i should try to make up a dance and you watch them trying to dance and they look like they're they're having a seizure on top of on top of a like a frying pan like they look terrible like you know i wanted to actually like make a video of myself booing them Put it on a loop for 10 hours. Like, remember this next time you try to invent a dance. Find something else to do. There's so many other things that you can do. I see, I see. And you know what? I'm not telling these white TikTokers not to try to get rich and famous. But don't try to get rich and famous off the backs of us. You guys have been doing that for 400 goddamn motherfucking years. And not only have you been doing that for 400 years, you give us no credit. Oh, <laughs> uh, cute. Kim Kardashian's wearing box braids. 
Stroke Beat. Or what else? It burns me up also. I, you know, people say bye, Felicia. And if you know where that's from, you know where that's from. And I remember seeing that shirt that said, I want to be Felicia. She's going places. Um, You know, Felicia was a crackhead, right? Anyway, moving on. Now, before I say what I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and put the disclaimer. I have nothing against people being who with who would they want, you know, be with who, be with the person you want to be with. Now, with that being said, I feel a lot of the problems with, uh, problems with appropriation comes from the swirl life crowd. The people that are always so proud and put the fact that they are an interracial couple, like that's their whole personality. We are an interracial couple. We are vanilla and chocolate meeting together to make this swirly cone of love. Quote unquote love, because sometimes I feel there's some other stuff going on there, but that's another topic for another day. And you guys all, I I'm, I think all of you have seen the picture with uh, that couple that dressed up in their antebellum South cosplay and they went down to the plantation and they took their engagement pictures. I want to know whose idea that was. Was that his idea? Fuck him. Was that her idea? Fuck her. Was it the photographer's idea? Fuck all three of them. Because the photographer had that idea, and she said, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Honey, is that a good idea? And he's like, yes, yes, boss, that's a good idea. I I, I don't... I, I hope that this is some kind of, uh, like, promo for some movie that's coming out, or... You know, I, Jordan Peele's a smart dude. This might be a Jordan Peele thing. So yeah, I just want to, I just want to mention that real quick because that 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 one got me. So I, I also want to talk about another type of I don't know I don't know if this is appropriation, but it, I feel it feels like it feels like it falls in the same category when people take our food. Case in point. Louisiana fried chicken. I refuse to go to that place. Now, I live in Pasadena, California, and there's a Louisiana fried chicken on Fair Oaks in Washington. And I went there one time, and there was, uh, you know, it was run by Asians. And they, you know, Fair Oaks in Washington is, I don't want to say the hood of Pasadena. It's hood-ish. It's, you know, whatever. I don't even, Pasadena doesn't have a hood, but if it was the hood, it'd kind of be in that area. So, you know, you have this place in the, in the quote unquote hood and I go in there and these people are rude as fuck. And I'm like, how, how dare you come into my community and be rude to me and take my money? I'm like, this is the, this is the first and last time I ever come to this fucking place. So I had to look it up. I'm like, who's the owner of Louisiana fried chicken? The man from Cambodia. And it blows my mind. I'm like, how is it that this place is is flourishing, but you mean to tell me like Doolin's and Crenshaw couldn't have a bunch of stores? I know it got two, but Louisiana Louisiana fried chicken is all over the place. 
I wish that we would patronize ourselves before we let these colonizers in and go give them our money. And now we don't have money. We can keep the money in our own, you know, in our own community. I tried to start, I tried to start something 2016. I tried to get it off the ground. It didn't really get off the ground. So maybe we can try it again. It was a uh, you know, black on black dollar. So you go and you patronize a small black business, open up a bank account with a black bank. And you just go on social media. Hey, I got this from whatever. Hashtag black and black dollars. And then, you know, just that way, the money just stays in the community longer. I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. I tried it. Didn't really go anywhere, but I'm just throwing it out there again. Maybe we can do it. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. You can uh, follow me on, uh, at Alonzo Jules on all social media, whether it's TikTok. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere but Facebook. Facebook, you can follow me at the AJverse. Uh, YouTube, I'm also Alonzo Jules. Uh, if you're watching this, listening to this on YouTube, like, comment, share, subscribe. I appreciate that. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can please share, please subscribe, and I will talk at you guys later. Love, peace, and fish grease.